since I'm mostly English, <laughs> I read only the King James Bible, which says under Genesis 1, 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish in the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Let us make man in our image. <laughs> so this section is on Platine, Platinus. We're back to Platinus. And he's uh, in the introduction under Man the Image. The inscription above the cave of the Delphic Oracle says, Know thyself. And has had a long and varied history in Christian religious thought. During the last several centuries, it has managed to become the capsule expression of what may be termed a circumspect voluntarism, inculcating under classic auspices the necessity of an unbiased appraisal of the girth, firmness, and lifting capacity of one's spiritual biceps. <laughs> That's like... Uh, Saying, like, if you exercise in the park really a lot and build up your muscles, uh -huh. you could develop the lifting, lifting capacity of one's spiritual biceps. Uh, like, it sort of bleeds into your, improves your ability to meditate, uh -huh. just being physically fit. Uh -huh. The interest, the man, the image, the interest, inscription above the cave of the Delphic Oracle, Nasti Sutan. Know Thyself has had a long and varied history in Christian religious thought. During the last several centuries, it has managed to become a capsule expression of what may be termed a circumspect voluntarism in calculating under classic auspices the necessity of an unbiased appraisal of the girth, firmness, and lifting capacity of one's spiritual biceps. If in either time, earlier times, it had, for the most part, a loftier, if less helpful, connotation, it is that connotation that provides a vast clarification of the stages of the mystic return to the One. It will be recalled that for Plotinus, man is essentially intellect. <laughs> Book 1, 4, 46, 4. And that human intelligence, in turn, is the closest approximation to the intelligence. Book 6, 2, 43, 2, 82. That in withdrawing into his intelligence, man withdraws into the intelligence, of which his is the emanated effulgence. Book 6, 7, 13. This preliminary withdrawal is by way of knowledge, by that capacity of intellect in so far as it is intellect, so that, in other words, in, this, in thus knowing himself, man knows the divine. Hmm. In other words, in thus knowing himself, man knows the divine, sees in seeing his own inner beauty, the radiance of the intelligence, book 1615. When I say book 1615, I mean the Eniades of Latinus. This doctrine became characteristic of almost all subsequent Christian speculation on mystical experience. For, given the teaching of the book of Genesis 126, 
to 27. That man was created in the image of God. And it was inevitable that the biblical data be thought to confirm the insight of Platonists. For Poetonic thinkers such as Gregory, Nyssa, and Augustine, it became a basic motive. Hmm. Should we use that as a basic motive to know oneself? Does Kerpal Singh say we should do that? Is that his basic motive? motive? Who else has the basic motive of know thyself? Mm -hmm. Besides the Delphic Oracle. Gregory of Nyssa and Augustine, the soul knows God, they said, not by concluding from external things, nor yet by a deduction from the series of attributes to a concept, but by a return to its own proper interior, a return that is at the same time a willed separation from exteriority. What's a willed separation from the material world like? Is that like sitting in meditation? At the same time, a willed separation from exteriority. True knowledge of self and true knowledge of God are so intimately linked within the soul that if the soul is purified of all that is not itself, it knows at one and the same time itself and in itself God. <laughs> Uh -huh. We usually read these twice because they're very powerful. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. If we know ourselves while we're reading this this book, uh -huh. if we knew ourselves. You think we would know God? Uh -huh. Hmm. That is, if I can get my spiritual biceps up, get enough muscle to read this. If I work out every day, maybe I could have enough muscle to read this book. Genesis 1, 26, 27. Man, the image. The inscription above the cave of the Delphic Oracle, Know Thyself, has had a long and varied history in Christian religious thought. During the last several centuries, it has managed to become the capsule expression of what may be termed a Circumspect voluntarism inculcating under classic auspices the necessity of an unbiased appraisal of the girth, firmness, and lifting capacity of one's spiritual biceps. But in earlier times it had for the most part a loftier, if less helpful connotation. It is that connotation that provides a vast clarification of the stages of the mystic return to the one. It will be recalled that for Platonists, man is essentially intellect, and that human intelligence, in turn, is the closest approximation to the intelligence, and that in withdrawing within his intelligence, man withdraws into the intelligence, of which his is the emanated effulgence. This preliminary withdrawal uh, is by way of knowledge, by that capacity of intellect, heresofore as it is intellect, so that, in other words, in thus knowing himself, man knows the divine, sees in seeing his own inner beauty, the radiance of the intelligence. This doctrine became characteristic of almost all subsequent Christian speculation on mystical experience. So... 
This doctrine became characteristic of almost all subsequent Christian speculation on mystical experience, for given the teaching of the book Genesis 1.26 that man was created in the image of God, it was inevitable that the biblical data be thought to confirm the insight of Platinus. Latinus. For Platonic thinkers such as Gregory Nysa, N-Y-S-S-A, do you know him? We've heard of him, but he's, I thought he's Greek. <laughs> well, Gregory of Nysa. And Augustine, it became a basic motive. Uh, the soul knows God, they said, not by concluding from external things nor yet by deduction from a series of attributes to a concept, but by a return to its own proper interior, a return that is at the same time a willed separation from exteriority, exterior, external, from the sense, uh, from the external world, I guess. Was that sort of like a voluntary near-death experience, a V-N-D-E? A willed separation, or a meditation, or astral projection, or just meditation, or or willed separation. True knowledge of self and true knowledge of God are so intimately linked within the soul that if the soul is purified of all that is not itself, it knows at one and the same time itself and in itself God. Mm -hmm. Well, do you feel like you know God now from this podcast? How we willed our separation from the material world. But we're attached to this reading and not the world. But I've willed my separation from tennis long enough to read this. That's what it means. I'm separated from playing tennis uh, so I could meditate, uh, so I could find God. But at the same time, I need spiritual biceps. Uh, I need to build up my physical body so I can then leave the physical body in astral projection. Through having a very fit physical body, I can then meditate much longer. Because it takes three hours sometimes to do a wilt separation. So you should have your knees in absolute perfect condition through playing tennis for three hours. So you really need to play tennis for three hours and meditate for three hours. Well, that's the bottom line. We're talking about the soul, spiritual biceps. Hmm. <laughs> well, I could will to do willed separation from you, <laughs> then I'll do what I think. <laughs>